right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Fired up for the day, man. Not only is it automobiles, but it's fun talk because we got Christopher Titus on the show. One of my boys, man. Longtime friend. So, Kevin, I'm fired up. Not only is he a great comic buddy, and he's just uh, he's been all over the place, man, from build shows to Comedy Central specials. He loves touring the country, which is kind of tough right now. But dude is a car guy through and through, man. When he comes in, so... For those of you that don't know, I'm a radio DJ. My man Kevin works as an engineer at Ford. He's up in the cool branches. But me, you know, I just so it just so happened. My two passions in life, one is cars, the other has been radio. So I do a morning show, and I met Titus a long time ago. He'd come in as a guest, and he always was just a great dude, cracked us up. And uh, one of those guys that we always, always, no matter where when he was coming through town, we always had him in the studio because – He's just a friend. We're tight like that. And we got a, a lot of commonality. He loves, loves cars. Dude, he's a horsepower freak, man. So you're going to love today in the podcast. Oh, man, it's going to be so much fun. And, and just a little side story. Uh, he doesn't realize it, but uh, we met 17 years ago or something because uh, I was doing some rides. Uh, well, doing a show for rides through Ford, doing a Carol Shelby Cobra you know, back for the auto show. And uh, uh-huh. I think he was also working with Bud Brutzman. And somehow we got connected. They were having some problems. I don't know if it was an IP for some kind of build that he was doing. And I got a call. It's Titus. I'm um, getting him some scoop on the inside on what's going on, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. 17 years ago, we talked on the phone for, I don't know, 20 minutes. And that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's my Titus funny, story, man. man. We're so tight. Uh. We're so tight, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're balling. Hey, I'll tell you how tight me and this guy are. Is we've gone to war against each other before, live on the air, and we're still to this day like best buds. Like I still would see this guy wrap my arms around him, give him a big ass bear hug, and be like, "Oh, I love you, man." Uh, it, it, it's it's great that we're we are tight like that. And I'll tell you, man, once you get this guy on, you start hounding horsepower with him. Man, this guy is a freak, bro. If he could have you know a comma in his horsepower torque rating on every car this man owns, he would. He's wicked with it, man. He's infected like all of us. Oh, absolutely, man. This is gonna be a riot because not only are we talking cars, uh, but we're having some fun. We're having a good time. We're having some laughs. And I can't believe he'd be in the same room with you, going, you know, kind of battling whether it's just with the jawbone because you're you're a big man. You're a strong guy. <laughs> you can squat. You know, I'd at least want to be in the other, you know, sound booth or calling into the show if I was going to get you riled up. You know, that's 
Yeah, but tight. See, that's how that's how tight we are. He knows I'm still. I love man. You know, I, I take care of my friends, even if we are yelling. <laughs> All right, so look, here's the deal. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. Christopher Titus joins the Two Guys Garage podcast, talking hot rods and humor all in one. It's a quick break. We're back at it. And it's Kevin Bird, Willie B, back with our boy Christopher Titus. Hang out, man. All right, it's Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And our boy, Christopher Titus, joins us. Titus, how you doing, killer? What's up, people? How you doing, man? It's, it's good to see you. And we have gone at it before. Everybody needs to know that me and Willie are like brothers, and sometimes brothers fight. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Oh, I, hey, I'm an identical twin, bro. Yeah, if, if we actually went to each other's house Thanksgiving and someone brought up politics, they, the cops would be called. But I'm used to that in my house. Anyway, my family, the cops just, <laughs> the cops just I just thought the cops were invited, honestly, on Thanksgiving. You just got to right. preempt it. Just send them the invite. Just, yeah. Be here at, at noon and, uh, yeah. Right. We'll have some eggnog and uh, some apple right. pie. Maybe pumpkin right. if you're. Hey, bring the pepper spray, not for the turkey, for the people attending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, hey, Titus, man, you know, I, I tell people all the time what a crazy car guy you are. Whatever. You know, the first memories of you coming in, man, is is us just wrapping our head around cars and builds and, you know, how crazy involved you've been with it your whole life. It's been a part of your life since, you know, as long as you can remember, right? Yeah, it's a disease that really bites you in the ass. I, I've got, uh, I've done, in the last two years, I did a 61 bubble top, a 60, a 68 GTO. I did a Pro Street 56 Chevy pickup. And now I'm doing a 65 Chevelle two-door wagon that we did wood on the side. Uh, it's got a T56 uh, uh, tranny, a Ramjet 350 that I'm having computer problems with now. And that's what I mean. The disease bites you. You pick these cars like, man, that's going to be badass. All I got to do is bolt this thing that doesn't go on to that that doesn't go. With <laughs> right. it. And then and then next thing you know, you're making plates and shit and dafters and, try, and calling some dude to fly in from Oregon. That, that's the only guy in the world that knows how to make those two things work. So it's that. And, and I've never made a dime on any of the cars, never sold them for more. If I had to add my time, money, and it, so when it's a disease, it's it's terminal. I can't get rid of it, and I'm glad I have it because at least it's a little bit. Yes. Of yes. Amen. <laughs> Welcome to the club because this is AA right here, man. Automobiles Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just guys, guys at the microphone. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm an automotive aholic, and um, I have I've spent my kids' college money. On a 63 vet, right. pretty sweet. You guys want to look at it? Let's go. And then it's down the street. <laughs> Everybody's in their parking lot. Yeah. yeah. I have six project cars, three beaters, two drivers, a race car, uh, a mile car, and a, uh, and a fast boat. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, when you look back at, as to all the rides you've got your hands in and, and you've built and seen and, you know, just enjoyed over the years, are there some? I know there's some that, that you, A, wish you had back. B, you have to tell us about one in particular car that you crashed on the set of a movie you were making that's one of the funniest stories ever. Oh, um, um, yeah, I, my Viper, yeah. yeah and, um, oh, no, you want to know about the Charger yeah, the we crashed. Yeah, oh, <laughs> the Charger, dude. The Charger we crashed. Uh, okay, so of, of my crash stories, that's the one you want. Okay. Um, <laughs> Or the Viper, the Viper will work. Uh, the uh, the the thing with the with, with cars like uh, like Chip Foose is is a, is a friend, and uh, well, at least now that he's getting a divorce, he's a friend again. 
because I think <laughs> funny how that works. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, and I went down. It's so funny because you think you do a good job building, and then I went into a shop, and he showed me this thirty-two he built. And I, I, I just at one point, you, you realize you'll never be Mozart. You're never, you know, all you can do is maybe play some chords, man. And that's what I tried. Hot writing for me is just a zen thing. The charger incident was we were filming special unit. And Dodge had let us borrow this uh, Hemi Charger, which is great. You know, it was our cop car. And we were in, you know, we were doing, we, I had a, a stunt guy from Titus come in. Um, by the way, this guy used to drive on Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Don't hire old stunt men. Hire a young guy who has spatial awareness. So, and I love this guy, Ted. I love this guy, Ted. He comes in. And he slide, and I had a cameraman because it's an independent film where we have cheap people. So, but he, this kid was really good. His name's Jeremy. He still doesn't make camera work for me on the stuff we're shooting now. And so Jeremy puts his camera right on the curb, like so the car is supposed to whip past the camera. Jeremy, the shot we have is amazing. You see it in the movie. The bumper of the car is this far from the camera, this far, and Jeremy's head is that far from the back of the car. So as a director, I'm like, well, I don't want to, you know, kill Jeremy. So I said, Jeremy, why don't you get the camera up, move it to the other end, and we'll do it. We'll do it coming one more time. We got that shot. We'll have it slide in full camera. And so he's like, so we move the camera. I'm down maybe 100 yards. We get this long shot of the car. Ted comes in. Uh, he, Ted goes, this, this is, here's, here's, this is like when you snow ski and you say one more. Thing. Ted goes, I'm going to come in a little hotter this time. That, if a stomach ever says that, <laughs> shut down the production. Stop. Nope. Nope. We're not. We're going to lunch. We're going to lunch. So Ted comes in. Ted comes in and we're with the camera. And why well, you remember, this is independent film. We, this car is on loan to us. Like, like Dodge was like, all right, Titus, here, please take care of it. Ted comes in past this curb, doesn't go past the curb, hits the curb at 45 miles an hour sideways, rips oh. the entire rear independent suspension suspension out from under the car oh. and the car ends up on the frame on the curb in front of a school <laughs> well that's one hell of a shot i mean i'll give you that yeah it was great <laughs> you know so here's what's funny so i didn't i hadn't written that in the script so i throw my, my walkie talkie and i just walk away i don't know what to do this is 35 grand i don't have that i have to pay these guys back so i start walking the street i walk a mile i come back Everyone's freaking out that I disappeared. They're like, Titus just, just like I ran off the set like I like a, like a cartel guy trying to leave a murder. And uh, and I come back and I go, is Ted okay? And they said, yeah, Ted's okay. Uh, and uh, and I'm just pissed. And then we had this French, this little French girl who was our script supervisor. And she comes up to me and she goes, uh, I know you're pissed off right now, but let me say something. Your character in this movie is a drunk <laughs> So you wrecked the car in the movie, right? So why don't you write a little scene where you are the uh, wreck the car now at this point i know she's calling me personally an or my character <laughs> but yes so what a great idea I, I i wanted to i never wanted to punch somebody and hug them at the same time and I, except for you willie uh and, <laughs> i was gonna say me <laughs> and, 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 and she goes and so i sat down and i wrote this scene where i'm drunk and i get out of the so the car's wrecked we let the car sit where it was because the tow truck couldn't get there for two hours and I, and I open the door and I puke and I get out and I slide in the puke and I get out of the car and then I throw the keys to some cops who come running down the hill. And I didn't know if it was going to make it in the movie or not. And this show made it in the movie and it really makes my character uh, like more real. And, uh, and it only costs $35,000. <laughs> you went from an to the whole ass. <laughs> All the other animals out here that wreck their car, yeah, yeah. they don't get to put it in a movie. Yeah. At least you get to walk yeah, away with exactly. that, right? At least I have record that I'm a moron. They're just out 35 yeah. grand. Yeah. Uh, but, 
we had this janky insurance company, you know, like uh, like the insurance uh, for this production because you have to have uh, production insurance, and they were they, they were like in a in they were a mobile insurance, which you should never go with an insurance company that can drive away, and so we and we called them we're like yeah we wrecked it and they were so pissed like hey, you're the insurance company you should and so they were but they we ended it was all right it didn't cost me 35 grand it cost them 35 grand i did a um i did a stunt one time for a morning show when i worked um i was a night jock and the morning show asked me to do something because they knew i i like driving cars the twin uh airbags were making the first sort of big impression so i went to the airport rented a cadillac cts forty-one thousand dollar car I know that because the radio station wrote a check for it Um, because they had me drive into a wall and see how fast I needed to drive into a wall in order to activate the airbags. So I hit the wall like 20 and they were like, they didn't go off. (laughs) And they were like, you know, they're they're on the radio station like, you know, and I'm like, all right, that's it. So I backed up. I took like a 150 foot run and hit the wall doing about 45 or 50. Airbags came out, bro. Let me tell you, they came out. Big explosion. What kind of totaled the car? What kind of crazy ass radio? What kind of morning show is this? That's the craziest <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Let's do it on your show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's what funny is is they were listening at the airport rental place. Uh, and it said in the in, <laughs> in the contract, if you purposely damage this car, you're paying for it. So yeah, that was a forty-one thousand dollars check for an airbag stunt. Yeah, you know it's not really smart to broadcast a crime. <laughs> not not great. Yeah, yeah. I got all the insurance too. <laughs> well, let's talk some of these hot rods you built, man, because you got a bunch of them. What is in the stable right now that you're most proud of? What is out of the stable that you miss? Um, it's weird, man. I've had, I've had across the board. So I was lucky enough in my TV show to have chip built me, uh, chip built me that 56 Chevy, him and his dad built that 56 Chevy. Yeah. Yeah. Once a night, that was great. We can tell the story about that, that, that thing we called you about that thing we did for rides. Um, I, that car, you know, it's so funny. It's the best. I believe, look it up. It's Titus Foos, look up Titus Foos 56 Chevy called once a night, K-N-I-G-H-T. I think it's still the prettiest 56 Chevy I've ever seen. But the mechanics on it weren't great. It kept breaking. You ever a car that breaks your heart? You get this car that everybody goes, that's the coolest thing ever. And then, like, it won't start or the doors won't open or the trunk won't unlatch. And and there was all these little things that just – it finally broke my heart. It was like dating a super hot chick that was just a raging bitch all the time. And so I (laughs) – you know where you're like – you're like – you look in the mirror. You look at her and you're like, that's the hottest chick I've ever seen. But, God, I can't – stand so i sold that <laughs> he did another car for me a 56 chevy wagon two-door that he did the coolest Ooh. flame job prince uh, uh chip foos is by far one of the best painters inventive he did this paint job it's uh, that's i kind of said i got rid of that i got rid of that uh because my divorce thing my i think I, I my ex wanted it and i was like nope <laughs> i sold it <laughs> you will not defile this vehicle so he's got i regret that one because that's still in san diego the dude that owns it's really cool tattoo guy oh that's a great story too um and then that wet that we did that we did an expedition for my ex-wife for rides and the reason we were calling you is because nobody could figure out why the speedometer was running at 30 miles an hour. The speedometer was running at 160 or whatever. It was pegged. It was very optimistic. You know, people run their dyno that way with big power numbers. Yeah, it was very optimistic. <laughs> what, what else people didn't realize is it was putting miles on the car four times as fast. So I'm like, dip, you got to fix this because my odometer car is going to have 420,000 miles on everybody else sell this thing. By Tuesday. Um, so, 
you guys figured out it was a software it was a software glitch year to year it was, they had a 2000 it was like a 2003 and they had a 2004 program in it and it was just a software glitch uh which i never would have fixed uh but right now i'm working on a 65 chevelle two-door wagon all black again i told you t56 yeah pmi by the way is doing the upholstery for it shot wheels uh put wheels on it uh and we and this guy named um jeff styles did the, he, we airbrushed wood down the side like the old wagons but it's a two-door wagon and it's slammed nice. and it's just mean it's just mean uh i'm having a problem with the computer right now in the ramjet 350 and uh, it doesn't make me want to slip my wrist at all or cut or cut chevy uh, does logo into my arm i'm fine i'm good i'm not upset <laughs> i'm not depressed and i can't make the f that work. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, Fine. Well, see, see, this is the whole you know, <laughs> AA part, you know, where it feels good when you buy it. But, you know, when you buy a little too much and you get that hangover the next day, you're like, oh, God, oh, I'm never going to do this again. You ever had that, uh, that, that all night work hangover where like you didn't drink? All you did was lay under that car and try to figure out why gas was leaking and you just tried to figure it out and you worked all night and you took the gas tank out and put it back in then it wouldn't start again so you had to retrace the wires and you get and you stay there to three in the morning wake the next morning and it literally feels like you just spent three days in vegas drinking <laughs> what is that it's called the addiction yeah, yeah right <laughs> yeah but you know it all gets all gets wiped away when you, the first time you drive and everybody's like holy shit, man that's a cool damn car Wow, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you built that. Whatever. Yeah, but it's just, that's what it is. it's it's almost like maybe I can compare it to you know women say childbirth is the most painful thing in the world, and then they forget it. Like three months later, they forget what it feels like. That's how it is with us car guys. We spent years building this thing, and we have knuckle skin hanging off the frame. Just there's blood. Like they could pull you if they pulled your DNA off, it would, it would look like a murder scene because all this crap you you hurt yourself fixing it. And then you get done, you drive it for two weekends, and people are like, dude, that's badass. And you just, just like a woman to protect, forget it. Yeah, I'm gonna do I'm doing another one now. Well, look, here's the deal. Let's uh let's take a quick break. When we come back, more Christopher Titus. Gotta ask him about, you know, whether it's racing, whether it's road coursing, whether it's just driving, what's the thrill of having all these cars? What is uh, you know, for him the return on investment? We hear the investment. We we hear the square jar filling up. Like, what's the return of us? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll find out in just a minute. This is the Two Guys Garage Podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. All right, this is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. You know, we, we oftentimes talk about cars, hot rods, muscle cars, just cool cars and trucks. And sometimes we leave out trucks. But I'll tell you, man, trucks are where it's at right now. There's so many, and we'll ask Titus this in a minute, there's so many people just doing restos on trucks and it doesn't matter the the pedigree you can have a c10 with a six-cylinder in it right and all of a sudden that's some bitch of slam has an ls in it drop to the hilt man and uh it's looking and feeling great and a lot of the times people always look search and try to find whether it's parts brackets components interior parts exterior parts for their truck and they have a difficult time they must not know about lmc yeah man and the cool thing about a truck is they can be Cool, just restored, right? Stock ride height. They're cool when they're jacked up. They're cool when they're slammed. LMC truck has just about everything for any kind of configuration you want. All the goodies that you need. They've got a complete, you know, up-to-date catalog available for Chevys, GMC, Fords, Dodge trucks, and SUVs. Man, they got you covered. Yeah, no doubt. LMC keeping generations on the road. And Titus, you know, you probably were a big fan of trucks. Did 
let me ask you this. Have you ever thought about restoring the trucks? Have you seen how big trucks have all of a sudden become over the last few years? Yeah, I had I had a lightning. I had a lightning that we that we did a crazy custom fade on and slammed it. Um and that Foos, we worked on Foos painted that for me too. And then I did a, a Harley, a Harley edition F one fifty that was on it was in the centerfold in one oh, of the yeah. trucking magazines. I and we had we had and they say you get, I don't know what age you are when you're like, you know what I'd like? I'd like two dragons wrapped around each other in a yin and yang, but I wanted about this big on the tonneau. <laughs> oh, yes. I had, I had, I had, I had a few Hispanic moments <laughs> building cars. Yeah, it's true. We all got there, man. I used to have reflectors on my, uh, on my traction bars on my 71 Dodge Charger. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. When I was 16, I put traction bars on it and put reflectors on it just because I thought it was cool for a minute. Oh, <laughs> wow. That is great, dude. Yeah, for that era, that was the neon lights under each the rockers. That was. The- <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna hang on to that one. I'm gonna hang on to hey, that one. Kevin's the guy that had a mailbox for a hood scoop, so don't let him kid you. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Well, all right. So I had a I had a third gen that was kind of my first car and uh, turned it into a redneck science project. Always building engines, putting them in, blah 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 blah. You know, of course the engine got a little too big, so I had to get a nice cal induction hood. But I'm a poor college kid, worked my way through school, so I had nothing working on a shoestring. And uh, man, I was working at uh, actually at Tuffy's and uh, <clears throat> I was working on my car right after work. Just dropped the hood, but it had uh, hood pins, but you used like a little key. Not, not where you could see the little clip, you know? So anyway, somebody grabs me because a car needed to get pushed in. I came back and I totally forgot that it didn't lock the damn hood on this fiberglass <laughs> hood. Pulled out of there, pulled out of the parking lot, down the road, boom, hood comes off, blows right off the hinges like nothing. Flies up in the air. You could have put a string on it and called it a kite, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the thing just blows off into the bushes and I'm just driving with my two hood hinges sticking up in the air like... God damn it. Two pieces of fiberglass still bolted on there. So here I am, poor as hell. I'm like, what am I going to do? I can't afford another hood. So, yeah, I got a little uh, rivet style uh, plastic, you know, mailbox hood scoop, cut a hole in my original metal hood, riveted that sucker on, and there she there she lay for a good couple of years. <laughs> Sweet. So, you know, that's how it works. That's how it works. Hell yeah. Like I said, redneck engineering man yeah true that's how we all learn man my dad had a giant spool of red wire at the house he just he would get it from his from his clients and he had this giant spool of red i don't know 16 gauge 14 gauge whatever it was and i had my 56 chevy and it needed to be rewired so i rewired the whole car with one color wire <laughs> and by the way i got the fire out i got the fire out this is i didn't burn the car now. Speaking of speaking of fire, I got one more good one on that same Camaro. Man, I think I built one of my first or second motors, and uh, I'm just a kid, just a kid. My dad wasn't into cars, and so here I am hustling, building this thing. And I'm like, man, I think I could get it in the tonight. I could fire this thing up, and sure as hell, man, in the driveway, cherry picker, got the thing in, got it all bolted together. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna run this some bitch. I fired it up, and I had to, you know, um, solid tap it. So I had to adjust the the valve train, pulled the covers off. And uh, as I'm sitting there setting the lash, you know, the starter cable was touching on the header. Caught on fire. You know, not a big deal. Not a big deal. You know, disconnect the battery. But meanwhile, I'm going to grab a wrench. My dad runs out of the garage with the fire extinguisher. Both valve covers are wide open. Engine's running. Whoosh! Sprays the whole thing down as if it was like, you know, one of these Australian fires that, you know, across the continent, you know, like now it's inside my engine bay on the engine inside the engine, man. I'm like 16 years old going, son, 
bitch. Uh, <sighs> I had the same thing on the shakedown run. You get, so here's what we do. Like we get something done, and we're so happy to get it rolling, running, and, and driving, wanting to take it out. I finished the second time I rebuilt my 56 Chevy before Chip got it. I, I painted it. It was coral and white, slammed. The motor was perfect. I detailed it. I spent all this time. I take it on the road, but what I decided to do was add automatic tranny in it um, uh, with shift kit in it. I, I just kind of, I'm just going to drive it. I'm going to do anything crazy. And I put the hoses over the, the steel, just rubber hoses between the two steels. Oh, yeah. And I clamped them really, I clamped them really good. Oh, I clamped <laughs> them good with a hose clamp. <laughs> and then I, go I, just, I just said, you know, it's running so good. I went, whoa, and it bang second. Well, bam, and and the, and the tranny lines blew and and right, a uh, tranny fluid right on the header. So I'm ca oh. cars rolling on fire, brand new, paint clean, perfect. Dude pulls over in a truck, a, a good Samaritan son of a bitch, mm. takes a fire extinguisher and just dumps it in the car. Oh, oh no. like, one of those chemical ones. Yeah. But, and I had, this just just got oh. out of paint. Everything it was just uh, uh, yeah yeah. Hot Rod guys, we have to give me your jacket. Uh, Don't give me a fire. Give me your jacket. Let's put it out with your jacket. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks for bringing up all this pain. It's really, I feel like I'm in therapy. You got to get it out. Yeah, uh, exactly. Therapy. You got to get it out yeah, or else man. it's just buried in there. I'm also a comedian. I don't do things right <laughs> yeah, all the yeah. time. That's why I have these stories. If I was, a, if I was like, like, Willie never has these stories. You know why? Because it's all perfect. <laughs> oh, Willie just doesn't cough it up. He just doesn't cough it up. I know, Willie. <laughs> oh, yeah. So hey, let me ask let me ask a couple other questions, man. What, what has been you know if you look back over all, all the cool, obviously you've done a lot of these builds and just listen to some of the stories. You've had some really badass cars. Um, are there are there cars out there that you haven't built yet that you're you're looking forward to, or are there cars that you see nowadays that are new? You know, before the podcast began, I was just talking to to Kevin about this new you know C C8 Corvette and the the new offerings on on, on what they're doing with this mid engine application and just. It's unreal, man. Are there are there cars out there you're still dreaming about? Well, you know they're going to they're, you know they're going to go to a full electric vet. That state's going to have it. They've already actually done the research on it. And they're actually going to do it's going to be all electric. That's coming up. It, it'll be beyond the Z06. But I had this idea. I measured. So I have a Tesla. I have, my wife has a Tesla. I have a Tesla. And the reason I have a Tesla is because nothing can catch it. You should you should be here in L.A., man. Like guys, it's when I first got it. Guys in Ferraris and Lamborghinis because they're driving around L.A. all the time would pull up next like they wanted to race it and i dusted four of them now they don't even look over they just know that that it's that instant torque so i measured the wheel wells and measured the, the distance um between the wheels and i would like to build a 51 merc drop it right over the s-class you have to widen it you have to just slice the body and widen oh it. yeah because imagine a merc just go full old school merc but test the drive chain it would come in dead quiet. It would be the baddest ass thing. So that's that's that would be a dream car. And I think after this, after I get over, once I forget the birthing pains of this wagon, I'm gonna do a a a, a C3 vet. Oh, C3! Wow, I know. Oh, wow. I think a lot of I think you're gonna see a lot of these electric sleepers. You know, when these uh, yeah. drivetrains get a few years old, they get a little more accessible. I mean, you don't have to pay eighty grand and throw away the car. You know, you can pick up just the uh, the running gear. I, I think you're going to see a lot more. And there's there's a few cats out there that are doing these conversions. Maybe it's not uh, right off a of Tesla, but you know, all the gear that goes with them. So uh, it's going to get more and more popular. I'm not I'm not sure where I stand on it yet, but because um, there's something to be said about just the whole the you know the audio that goes along with you know big Instant ass motor and 
Nothing against the performance of the electric. No, I agree with that. You're just missing something. Although you make it go damn fast, I'll probably forget about a few, you know, misgivings. That's what I thought too. This is what I thought. Every car I've had made a lot of noise, and it was they were awesome, and and that was important. Like the right kind of you make you the right mufflers, right exhaust, right size to get that was always super important to me. I didn't believe it. I didn't buy it. You know, as a performance car guy, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And I, and I went, so I got to go tour Tesla. I go down to Tesla. I got a buddy there. I used to work at uh, Mitch Lanzini's place. Yeah. And I go down there and they took me for riding the P, P100D. And the guy goes, just put your phone on the dash. And I go, what? He goes, just put your phone on the dash. I'm sitting in the passenger seat. And I go, okay. And he goes, you ready? He goes, put your head back in the seat. And he stomps it. And my phone shot off the dash and hit me in the chest. So I was like, holy shit. So I'm one of those guys that you can be a purist to a point, but at one point you have to face the fact that this is faster and don't at the end of the day, yeah. we just want to, <laughs> that's right. I just want to win, you know? Yeah. Yep. No, that's yeah. exactly yeah, it, man. man. It, 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 it's, it's got more of something, a little less of something else, but at the end it's winning. Well, just be, just be, to be clear. The second I got it, I lower linked it. I, I dropped it and put wheels on it. The second I got, I'm not driving some lame ass grocery getting tesla this one's gonna be badass so as long as we can modify it right as long as we can juice it up jack it up slow it down like you know lower it down modify yeah. it in all kinds of ways i i guess we'll be okay what he said was because those wheels aren't as efficient you're gonna it's gonna cost you some gas mileage i go i have some some mileage on some range and i go but it's cool i don't give a <laughs> I can, right right I'll lose a little bit of range for a lot of cool I got a question, man. How how much does your driving affect the range? We talked about that uh, a little bit before. Does you know the range is say three hundred miles, but you drive it like a bat out of hell, it drops significantly, doesn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. It's it's just like driving any gas car. You stomp it hard enough, you you go from fifteen miles a gallon to four. So yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and here's the thing: as a hot rod guy, so I get the test, and I'm like, I, and my first question was, which fuse do I pull to uh, to disable the traction control? <laughs> 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 that's all i wanted to do all these tree huggers are like you're doing you're being responsible no no no. i just want to shred tires because the torque's so instant uh so yeah yeah i'm the yeah. same guy I just found it's just a new way to go faster you well I, i've listened to your you know your r- rants on your divorce and your ex and i'll tell you something funny about a car that ties into that i've got a 57 chevy it's gorgeous now but at one point my dad was restoring it um my stepmom was barraging him about something, this and that and the other. My dad was a little bit on the bottle probably at the time on the sauce. <laughs> so he goes out, he loses it. He goes out and attacks his own car with a big ball peen hammer. It's like, all right, because she was bitching about working on it or too much time or too much money. And he's like, all right, fine, F it. I'm, I, I won't work on it. I'll make it where I won't want to. Or something like that. He just starts tagging it up. No. And afterwards, he's just like, you know, in tears. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, man. Like, it, it I happens. was just about to bring this up. Cars are a great litmus test for any relationship you're in. Because if you, like, I've had, I've been here so many times. She's been, she's been, there's a, sometimes you're just going to have a hot rod widow. You're going to be, you're, you're in the, you're close to the end. You're trying to get it done. And the ones that go, oh, my God, you spend more time with that car than you do me. Not anymore. I'm going to spend way more time with the car <laughs> later. <laughs> I feel like an Ikea is the same, like the same litmus test. If you and your significant other can make it through an Ikea without fighting, then you guys yep. are made for each other. You know, yep. I don't know that I've ever been able to do that with my uh, relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened. 
I just love to see Willie in IKEA. Uh, hey, what, do we want the glurn or the glurkaflurshin? Like, what do we want, bro? Hulk smash. <laughs> How do I get out of here? There's no goddamn X. Hulk smash. <laughs> 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 Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, hey, Titus, where do people see your rides? Find out what you're doing, where to schedule, and what have you been doing with the pandemic, man? Are you thinking about going? Are you doing some of the drive-in stuff? Are you doing some of the the streaming stuff? What are you doing? So, I have a I have a soundstage. We have I've had a soundstage for about five years. We filmed part of the movie here. We do our podcast here, and we turned it around. We rebuilt it. Oh, dude, we did. It's going to be coming out again. We did an episode, the final episode of Titus, because. So oh wow! I put all the episode of Tice up. Then we filmed that. I got Stacy Keach, all the actors. We did that. That'll be going back, back on my website. Like from the two thousand era. Yeah, we we because I, I never got to write the final episode. So we started this company called Combustion Live, and what we do is we do live stream comedy shows or whatever. So we did a table read, and I mean we did a, a roundtable discussion, and then we'd film the episode with all the old actors. And I wrote a whole episode, and it was ended up being two episodes, and it was kick ass. We did a night of that. We we sold like four or five thousand tickets of that. Then I did my show, Carrying Monsters. And what we do is we, we fumigate the room with this place called the Viral Shield. It kills all disease, 99.9% uh, .9 of all viruses, including herpes. So, Willie, if you want to come to the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we have three I bought three cameras. I bought three cameras, a switcher. And we just did Ron Funches uh, two weekends, or last weekend, uh, we did Ron Funches uh, two weekends ago, and we're doing comedy shows, and we have like an audience of 12, they all have masks on, and they're drinking wine through the straws under their mask, and, and we mic the audience, and we put it out live stream. So if you want to go see some cool shows, we got Fortune Feimster coming up, go to CombustionLive.com and check them out, or go to ChristopherTitus.com, and, uh, and if you want to see all the Titus episodes, I stole them. I mean, I'm totally breaking every law there is, but during COVID, so, so the company that owned Titus got sold to Disney in the middle of COVID. So, but they don't know what they have. So I put up an episode a day. Cause I knew, I knew this, I mean, we're so smart in our government. I knew that this would be over in about three weeks. Right. <laughs> so now, so what happens? I put up all 54 episodes uh, and then we did the final episode, which will be up. Uh, we're going to be up for everybody's uh, enjoyment pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, go to Christopher Titus TV on YouTube and we do the Armageddon updates again. Willie don't watch the Armageddon updates. Oh man, I won't, but I still love you, brother. I still love you, man. <laughs> Uh, all right, so check that out. Check out his rides. Check out anytime you get a chance or opportunity. Talk to him, see him, support him. Uh, love you, man. It's always great. A pleasure to talk to you, man. I wish you nothing but the best, bro. Cannot wait to get back on the road when this is over, guys. Thanks for having me on. See you guys later. Peace. Yeah, man. You take care, brother. Take care, man. All right, on, you, man. Take care, buddy. I told you that was going to be not just a lot of last car stuff, but the man's funny. And all you got to do is say go. And he, let me tell you, man, he goes. Yes, he sir. goes. He's primed. He's primed and ready, man. He's cocked and loaded. Hey, but he loves, loves cars every time. And he's been coming into my radio station, my morning show, for, you know, a decade and a half, two, two decades. He's, uh, he's always one of those guys you could always talk to about cars, show the builds. He's always interested in seeing them. Uh, I let him drive a few of my hot rods. So he definitely lives it, loves it, and uh, supports it, obviously. Um, he's out there spending his time and money when he's not doing shows and comedy stand-ups and stuff like that. You know, wrenching on hot rods, man. Be it right or wrong, he's trying. <laughs> he still hasn't learned. No. Yeah. <laughs> and neither have we. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, you guys, make sure you check out our show. It airs weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Throw a fit or a wrench if you don't see it. Uh, he's Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Thanks to our guest, Christopher Titus, our producer, uh, is scooping our executive producer, Bob Ecker. 
Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com, and share your thoughts with us. We're on social, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Two Guys Garage. The Two Guys Garage podcast is a copyright 2020 Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. It's always fun talking to that guy, man. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. I love that old Titus show. That was a fun one back in the day, man. He had a little hot rod shop or whatever. and yeah. yeah, it was legit. We don't get a lot of uh, primetime car shows, and that was one yeah, of them. Yeah, when he uh, comes to the radio station, I typically drive a hot rod. He's like, what'd you drive today, man? What'd you drive today? <laughs> uh, so it's always fun when he comes through. Glad to get him on the podcast. And hope you guys, man, join us for the next one. We'll see you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Take care. See you guys. We'll see you next time. Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more podcasts, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.